the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Hahn and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tambella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is entertainment and with the sun not shining and People are wanting to get their tan on pretty soon. <laughs> Not a bad thing to do. Check them out um, at uh, Tan Bella. All right. Uh, Mark and Nam, we uh, have a, uh, you know, the year 2021. How was that for you guys? It's funny, you know, I always tell my wife every year that uh, I don't like reading the newspapers and the magazines in the week between Christmas and New Year's because all they talk about is the year that was, and, you know, and, you know, the best, the top five of this or that or the other thing. And, and I've always been a forward looking kind of guy. And now, unless it comes to bragging rights that we have, like Nam and I talking, and maybe we'll brag a little bit about how well Pacific Private Money uh, did as a company this past year. But, you know, just from the standpoint of 2021 in general, I think most of us were, were happy to have it uh, be over uh, and looking forward to 2022. But then what's happened in the last couple of weeks, the darn virus, uh, it, you know, I think we all know people who are getting it left and right. Several of our agents have it. Um, and, uh, and now a number of live events that I was looking forward to going to in the coming weeks are being canceled or converted back to virtual events, which I hate. I mean, Zoom is great for many, many things, but uh, it, it doesn't replace, you know, person to person, belly to belly conferences where you get to get out there, meet people, network, collaborate, uh, mastermind, all of that stuff. Um, some might disagree, and some, I guess, have grown rather fond of Zoom and never having to leave your house and put on pants. But, uh, <laughs> my preference is uh is the is is the alternative so i don't know who knows what's going to happen this year in terms of uh the virus and the various mutations but i think one thing that we can pretty much hang our hat on uh to the extent that we're going to talk about real estate and the mortgage market today is that the real that the single family residential real estate market has remained not only just resilient, but robust throughout the pandemic, uh, throughout 
the waning of the pandemic in 2021. And now that we're in 2022, it looks as though um, the uh, residential real estate market is going to remain strong nationwide. And that's notwithstanding what's happening with interest rates and inflation. Even uh, I've been listening to a number of podcasts, reading articles and talking to people uh, who are smarter than me when it comes to uh, things of that nature and the economy and economists and uh, the the vast majority or actually the only conversation I'm hearing is that uh, I have yet to hear anyone who fears that inflation and or rising interest rates is going to cause any kind of, you know, sh- significant shift in the market vis-a-vis home prices, demand, and the ability for people to obtain financing to, to buy those homes. So we're not having a situation as much, I don't think, are we, with regard to people you know, moving from the city to the suburbs because of the pandemic? I mean, that's, did that seem to kind of run its course, or is that still going on? Well, it, it's still happening in real time. People are still moving out of California, but, you know, not in droves. Uh, it's funny. We live in Marin County, and our local paper said that uh, Marin County had a net outflow of, of people. Right. And I'm thinking, you know, it, it must be like you know, five people moved out, and, <laughs> and, and that's a net yeah. outflow in Marin County. Yeah, the four people moved in. Exactly. That's kind of the, 25% difference. Or 25% difference. Yeah. yeah, they said, yeah, right. They said it was like about a 15 percent you know increase in the number of people who moved out from 20 to 2021 and i'm thinking okay i'm doing the math in my head going yeah it's about five people (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know what i I wouldn't mind it because that just that that much more the roads get clear yeah lack of traffic yeah the um but uh you know i'm just you know the the articles uh in the major um resources that we follow here at Pacific Private Money. One of them is Redfin News, uh, excellent uh, collector of, of data. And they've got, you know, two articles in this past week. One is, um, you know, housing market update, home prices rise to new record high. And that was as of December 29. Uh, it's just, it's continued to go up. There hasn't been a downward uh, move in, uh, in nationwide home prices uh, for quite some time. And then the uh, follow-up article uh, this week, uh, the first week of January, housing market update, home buyers face record supply shortages heading into 2022. So, yeah. so we still have that combination of, you know, relatively low interest rates uh, and a severe lack of inventory, which, uh, and people who want to still want to move. And, you know, you've got uh, uh, the growing millennial market and pressure to uh, buy their first home. Uh, you have a lot of people in, in California who are working in the various fintech, prop tech and other technology companies that are making lots of money and they're still renting and they would like to be homeowners. Uh, so and we're just not building homes uh, at the rate that we would need to. All right. So, We're going to cover more in the uh, next segment. Okay. Going to our first uh, trivia question. Entertainment is the theme. Which, what, what singer was the first Latin American actress to be paid a million dollars for a movie role? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate, which is worth over $100. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a common name. You know, it's not some odd name you never heard of. I uh, also want to make a quick mention here for Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael. By the way, uh, Mountain Mike's is uh, a, a major um, 
uh, sponsor of uh, the 49ers. They're like, they're like the official. Oh, really? Yeah, just found that out. Yeah. Nice. Uh, check them out at uh, Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael. Pizza the way it ought to be. All right, stay with us. Let's, uh, the best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Mark Hump and Nam Bond of Pacific Private Money. Our first trivia question, what singer was the first Latin American actress to be paid a million dollars, one million dollars for a movie role? Well, I don't think it was Charo. But uh, yeah. no, that's true. J Lo, yeah, J-Lo, J-Lo. that is correct. That's right, Jennifer Lopez. Very good. All right, you still uh, have her tattoo there, Edward? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's a very pretty woman, but I do not have a tattoo on my on my. Back. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so, Nam, uh, you said last year we uh, went through uh, predictions. Yeah, so you you started the first segment by talking about a recap of 2021. And it was a year ago, December, and I think we covered this on a previous show, but but it was before um, Mark wasn't on that one. So, uh, so December 2020, we did predictions for a year out, and I asked these five questions: Will real estate have appreciated by the end of December 2021 over December 2020? Will interest rates be above or below three and a half percent? Will the Dow be above or below thirty thousand? Will unemployment uh, as of December 3rd, 2020? It's 6.9% be above or below 4% in December, uh, 2021. And then we'll, we'll be able to go to concerts, sporting events, et cetera, by December, 2021. We can ask about inflation. That, that wasn't a question. Yeah. Maybe that's for, for this time next year. Right. Um, yeah. we'll ask that. So yeah, we'll, that we'll was see. not on our mind last year. Inflation was not at all. Yeah. Um, so did uh, real estate appreciate by the end of, uh, year over year between, December 21st and December 20th. Um, Mark and Edward both say zero to five percent appreciation. Zero to five. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> we were what is triple that. I think. Yeah. We had three X nationwide, right? Was that was yeah. that 15% year over year? Yeah. It, uh, I think it was. Or it's, yeah. I thought I had read some article where it was over 20%, but uh, well, 15% sounds were, about right. And California, yeah. So California was not. Cal- the Nationwide, it was the first year, I believe, uh, in 20 years where nationwide home prices appreciated higher than California's own home price appreciation. I think California was still in double digits, but nationwide 15 16%. So very wow. unexpected. Well, so what do you guys think for uh, this time next year, or let's say December 2022? Uh, do you think it's going to be 0 to 5%, 5 to 10, or above 10? I'm going to go 0 to 5 for wishful thinking because I'm actually hopeful that uh, home price appreciation will slow down. Uh, yeah. And so I'm yeah. going to predict it to slow down, even though it wouldn't surprise me if it ended up being 10% year over year once more. I'm going to say 6.23%. I go out four That's more decibels specific. if you'd let me, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, you can if you want. We'll have to take it offline, though. Okay, next question. Will interest rates be above or below 3.5%? Um, you both said below 35 and you were right. So you both get a cookie. 
the Cookie Yoga. How about for 2022? Yeah. I think we're going to hover close to three and a half. I don't, I don't I think know if it's going to be over that. three and a half by the end of the year. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, 30 year mortgages were um, bumping up against 3.8, maybe yeah. four. Okay. Agreed. All right. Next one, will the Dow be above or below 30,000? So you guys both said it was below 30, and it ended up over 30, 35-ish, I think. So right. We were way off. The stock market has continued to completely baffle me, and I know. probably most, most guys who are like real estate-centric, like I am, uh, that I've spoken to have said the same thing. They have no idea why the stock market keeps going up. Yeah. So now, where is the mark now at thirty five thousand? Is that going to be the question? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so will it be? Will it hit forty by the end of the year? Oh, I don't think it'll hit forty. If that's the mark. I think it'll be below forty thousand. Forty thousand. Let's make okay. this easy. Will it be below eighty thousand? Yes, I think it'll be. <laughs> Will Bitcoin be above or below eighty thousand? That's uh, another question. <laughs> emails I keep getting are telling me to buy now because it's going over a hundred thousand in twenty twenty two, which I do not personally subscribe to. Yeah, I'd yeah. be very. I, I, I'd like to bet against those people for sure. Okay, what was the next one? So unemployment is it? Uh, it was six point nine percent December of twenty twenty. Uh, would it be above or below four uh, percent? You both said it would stay above four percent, and it is above four percent, or was uh, as of December. Yeah, slightly. So it improved, but uh, didn't cross the four percent mark. Okay. Um, do we feel it's going to be above or below four? I would say it's going to remain around four, which you know traditionally is close to uh, full employment. Um, yeah. Given that there seems to be a strong demand for employees and a lot of businesses, mm-hmm. particularly the lower paying ones, um, you know, a lot of the people are thumbing their nose at $15 an hour and I don't blame them. Um, but I know we're, you know, we doubled our, the size of our company's employee numbers in the last 24 months and we're still hiring like crazy and, and everybody I know in real estate and, um, uh, uh, alternative mortgage origination are looking for new hires. Conventional mortgages, though, are starting to lay off because of uh, yeah. because refinances That's- are basically going uh, the way of the dodo bird uh, for a bit. Um, and uh, uh, so I don't know. I, I would say I would say it, it'd probably be around the same this time next year. For yeah, I agree. Yeah. Of course. Okay. And last question. Now this one is uh, interesting. Will we be able to go to concerts, sporting events? Etc. by December 2021. Uh, and you both agree that we'll be able to go to concerts uh, as of December, as of last month. But <laughs> how about going into this coming year? What do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Because they'll still figure out, you know, be tested, vaccinated, boosted, whatever, which, by the way, Israel apparently came out with a new strain or something, and they call it the fluorona or something like that, because it's a variation of the flu. And it's like, of course. <laughs> That's what this Omicron is, too. It's a variation of the flu. <laughs> well, yeah, I would. Uh, I, I'm hopeful that uh, the maybe the pace of variants, you know, whether they excel, continues to, to accelerate, but grow milder and milder to the point where this just becomes the uh, a way of life where, um, yeah. you know, flu strains and flu seasons are going to be longer and more extended. But um, we'll figure out how to. Uh, keep restaurants open, go to live events, 
yeah. uh, mask when necessary and just be you know, responsible. What did we do in 2018 when, when it was flu season? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say yeah. yes. I, I would think that we'd, uh, I think we're going to have a short-term, uh, um, some short-term restrictions are going to come back, uh, but I think they'll go away by summer. I agree. I agree. So we'll wrap it up. Mr. Brown, what do you think? You think we'll be back? to uh to to yes. doing events okay yes you know, thank you very much we should have we should have uh oil and uh, and inflation those are the two other things that we should add on yeah oil in terms of price per barrel or yeah. um that's 75 right. right now and i i think it'll probably be a little lower than 75 mm-hmm. it'll be close to about nine percent Really? Which, yeah, it depends on wow. which, uh, which figures you look at. Okay, you guys ready for our second trivia question? Yeah. All right. Who was Kevin Arnold's sometime girlfriend on The Wonder Years? What was her name on the show? Do you remember The uh, Wonder Years? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fred Savage, right? Okay. Yep. What was and Kevin Arnold? Cute little girl. Yeah, the cute little girl. What was her name on the show? All right, call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. We come back. Uh, we've got uh, a, a nice little um, email that we got from a listener. All right, we'll test that out. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. listening to the best of investing on 860 AM the answer once again your host Edward Brown welcome back to the best of investing one more time I'm Edward Brown your host along with our co-hosts Mark Hoff and Nampan of Pacific Private Money the second trivia question and the TV show the wonder years who was Kevin Arnold's uh sometime girlfriend I keep thinking it started with an m like mini or Close. It didn't start with an M, but it did. But it, it rhymes with that. Mini. No. Let me. That think of Penny? a Winnie. What? No, Winnie. Winnie Cooper. Winnie. Oh, Winnie. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All uh, right. Let's see here. Okay, an email comes in from a listener, uh, and it says, "Why? Why do you guys have four funds?" Why it doesn't say have... with that tone of voice. I'm just, I just sort of added that. Why you guys have four funds? <laughs> Why the heck would you guys have four different funds? So you guys have four different funds. You used to have just one fund. Why do you have four different funds? Well, I'll, I'll start. Um, so a mortgage pool fund for a loan originator, us, the sponsor, is a tool. And it's a tool to achieve a certain purpose for us. Now, the benefit of the fund for the investor is they get an above market interest rate, right? Yep. And so we have four funds because we have four strategies. Uh, And our first fund, uh, the Pacific Private Money Fund, which we formed in 2013, uh, you know, that was just kind of a a very uh, generic standard type of fund uh, that we would raise capital to hold a portfolio of short-term mortgages and pay a uh, above market return to our investors. And that's worked really, really well for us for going on, you know, eight, almost nine years. So the, we didn't start our second fund 
in our third and fourth fund until just the last couple of years because we realized that there were ways that we could use the fund model to raise capital uh, for uh, for conducting a certain type of business. So the market kind of shifted in the last couple of years where a lot of companies, uh, uh, many of them based in, uh, in New York, Wall Street companies decided, you know, we really like the kind of loans that companies like Pacific Private Money are originating and we want to buy them. So now we're thinking, okay, well, how do we, but, but we have to close the loans first. That's the caveat. So uh, our second fund, the uh, Freedom Fund, was a fund to raise capital, to use that capital to close on loans, to originate and close loans that we would then sell to third parties. And that's worked fabulously. And we've raised, uh, I think, over $50 million in the last two years in in that fund. Um, The third and uh, fourth funds are specialty funds also for a specific model. The North Star Fund, which we launched two years ago, is intended to fund construction projects. And it's co-managed by two experts, uh, Matt Cordes and John Samance, who have been, uh, whose careers have been focused on construction loan origination and underwriting. And with my capital raising uh, skills and, and the power of Pacific private money behind that, we, we started that fund and that's doing rather well. Uh, and then the fourth fund is, is a fund that purchases performing and non-performing notes. And, and it happens to be operating out of the state of Texas because the gentleman that we collaborated with, Mark Brown, had uh, has a company uh, for the last 20 years that's been his business model. And so he was interested in raising uh, in um, in raising a fund to help him grow that business. And he found us basically through Verivest, our, our fund administrator referred him to us. And, and uh, now we've collaborated on that fund. So, and each of those funds pay different, uh, different returns to our investors based on uh, the risk profile. So um, we, uh, we start out at, at 6%. Uh, with the Pacific uh, Freedom Fund, and then the Pacific Private Money Fund is paying a little uh, uh, is about in the mid six percent range. Uh, the uh, uh, Pacific Southwest Fund is paying seven and a half percent fixed, uh, but we're limited as to the amount of capital we can take in because it's it's there to purchase notes. And then our North Star Fund, the construction fund, that's the one that pays the highest right now for uh, for the last eight quarters. It's been paying uh, at, distributing at a 10 percent annualized rate. Uh, and that's because uh, of the nature of the construction loans are, are more expensive loans for borrowers. So long story short is that we have four funds because we have four different business models and the fund model, the uh, the Reg D fund is a very popular format for real estate lenders, investors, and, and other real estate-related um, companies uh, to raise capital. It's a very efficient, effective tool uh, that a lot of companies are using, and we're taking advantage of the ability to do that. So for more information about our four funds, we, we call them the Pacific Private Money Family of Funds. You can go to our website uh, and click on Invest. Uh, that's uh, PacificPrivateMoney.com pacificprivatemoney.com or call us and we'll be happy to email you uh, our family of funds uh, brochure at, uh, and that's um, 415-883-2150, 415-883-2150. I guess, Nam, I sucked all the air out of the room. (laughs) (laughs) Anything to add to that? (laughs) I want to bring up my predictions piece again. And my uh, prediction for you guys, will we actually do a live presentation 
in 2022. Yes, I, I'm hoping we do. I, you know, we gotta get, we need to get something on on the uh, on the calendar. I'm and I'm going to say summertime when it's uh, nice out again. We, we get back out and shake hands, kiss babies. Well, not kiss babies, but, it's very nice, but kiss at least this, this moment. Um, yeah. Oh, back to the fun. yeah the, the best the thing I like the most is the fact that uh, there, there are no load funds, so you know people can get in and out without any uh, um, uh, fee, and uh, you do have to be an accredited investor, and so, so sometimes we get people to call and, and they love to invest, but then they're not accredited, and the definition of being an accredited investor. Uh, you have to have a million, at least a million dollar net worth exclusive of your home or income of 200,000 if you're single, 300,000 if you're married. So if you're, if you fit in any of those categories, uh, call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 or go to PacificPrivateMoney.com. Also, all four funds qualify for QBID which can potentially give a nice tax benefit. Check with your CPA on that. All right. Uh, let's see here. Our third trivia question is, what is the name of Woody's horse in the movie franchise Toy Story? Ah, you yeah, remember that one. That's a little hard, huh? All right, call 888-912-1190. Quick, ask your five-year-old. Uh, what is the name of Woody's horse in the movie franchise Toy Story? Starring Woody. Right. All right. That's our trivia question. When we come back, we have some more economics to uh, discuss. Um, maybe talk a little bit more about the funds, um, you know, what the uh, potential risks are, uh, you know, are there any defaulted loans, you know, et cetera, et cetera. People, those are the kind of questions that people like to know. Yep. And we'll see what else we got to talk about. All right. Stay with us again. The last time we're uh, going to ask this question, what is the name of Woody's horse in the movie franchise? Toy Story, 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate. Stay with us. The best of investing. We'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. Now, back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM. The answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown, Mark Hoff, and Nam Phan here. Our third trivia question. What is the name of Woody's horse in the movie franchise Toy Story? Is it is it lightning? No. Ah, you guys got a bullseye. Oh, bullseye. Bullseye, remember? Yeah. Bullseye, yeah. All right. Um, so uh, were, were there any other topics you guys wanted to cover uh, before we uh, get into... You know more stuff about the fund. You know, you know, you started out with how was 2021, and I mean, I like Mark was saying. You know, generally don't like to look back unless it's something where you want to uh, kind of toot your own horn. But you know, we had a blowout year, so I just want to say that you know uh, we appreciate all of our investors. We're talking about the fund. You know, we have so many investors who um, who contribute and make up that hundred million dollars in, in capital that we use to fund our loans, and that really helped us. Um, you know, really say no to to any loan that was a good loan for us to fund. And we had a, a blowout year. Um, it was uh, by and large, 
you know, consistent across the year, although it just accelerated even more in Q3 and Q4. And as we enter Q1 of this year, it hasn't slowed down. So, you know, if our, if what we see going on here at Pacific private money is, is any indicator of what's going on in the lending at large, whether it's California or some of the other States we lend in, you know, I'm really bullish on 2022. Um, I think the environment uh, is, is this, continuation of the same, which is like Mark was saying, you know, housing shortage, um, interest rates, even if they creep up above three and a half, I mean, (laughs) that's relative to, to many, many other years. That's extremely low. Yeah. And average um, interest rate over the last 30 years is still at 6%. uh, Yeah. That we can't imagine 6% rates nowadays. And of course, home prices today do reflect lower rates in large part. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to argue that home prices have risen to the level of people's ability to afford the monthly payment or stretch and, and, and even, even if they've had to stretch to afford it. The good news is that because of Dodd-Frank, you can't lie on your loan apps anymore, at least, and, 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 get, a, and get a qualified loan. And a qualified yeah. loan is, is basically a prime mortgage through your bank uh, or your mortgage broker. Now, they still have in the non-QM world. Interestingly enough, they do have, um, you know, uh, Nina loans, no income, no assets. And I don't know. Uh, one might think that uh, oh, those we're, we're going back to 2005 all over again, but not really, because the, the law of the land still is you have to demonstrate the ability to afford the monthly payments. So um, we do have to prove uh, uh, the ability to repay before we can. Um, make a loan, even, even in the alternative world. So it's really, um, it's interesting how, um, uh, you know, how real estate and mortgages have morphed, but getting back to, to 2021 and, and looking forward, Nam, uh, for what you're saying, it looks like uh, home prices will, will probably continue to rise. Demand for homes will continue to be strong. Um, the cost of money uh, and mortgages, uh, it, it, could very well go up. It looks like short-term rates, at least, are going to go up, uh, according to the Fed, possibly as early as March. Now, those don't correlate directly with mortgages because the mortgages are based on on the 10-year, but the 10-year uh, is going to react to you know weaknesses in the economy that might be caused or pressures on the economy that might be caused by higher short-term rates. So it's it's all interrelated. But that being said, I think the real estate industry is going to do really, really well uh, this year. And the alternative mortgage industry is going to remain on fire as it has been the last couple of years. The conventional mortgage industry is going to see a lot of layoffs because refinance was 60% of their business the last several years. And that's going to go away um, unless something happens that would cause interest rates to go back down again. Uh, And we're not expecting that to happen this year. So, um, better.com already laid off a slew of, of people and, and the writing seems to be on the wall that uh, there's going to be a lot of layoffs in the, in the conventional and bank lending divisions. But in the alternative world, which includes non-QM, jumbo prime, hard money, private money, fix and flip, construction, all, all of those are going to remain in high demand. And in fact, uh, that business uh, could... Uh, be could grow as much as fifty percent uh, this year, and they're all all the companies are hiring like crazy, just like we are. We're out there beating the bushes for uh, production specialists, underwriters, 
processors, doctors, you name it. We're, we're, you know, it's just about every, every phase. Uh, we've, we've got a whole bunch of empty boxes in our organizational chart we're looking to fill. And, uh, and we're not alone. Uh, you go on LinkedIn and you'll see a ton of companies in, uh, in, you know, across the board that are looking for employees right now. I've, I see ads when I scroll through my feed all the time. So I think, I think that's, it points to good news. Sorry, Edward. I was going to say that with uh, if, if interest rates don't go up too much, but yet the employees are getting there, most of them are getting raises, you know, or they're jumping to other companies to get higher paychecks because of the job market, they're going to be able to afford a bigger house, a more expensive house. And that I think is going to help drive prices up. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I listened to a podcast the other day uh, where Sean O'Toole was the guest and uh, Sean O'Toole owns Property Radar and is a very smart uh, uh, person in, in the California real estate market. And, and he lamented about how he uh, is really upset, as many are, about how high home prices are. It's just, it's not healthy. It's not right. And, but it just goes to show you that, you know, the, 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 the you know, the age old, you know, law of supply and demand in yep. capitalism, unfortunately, um, for better or worse, uh, uh, supply and demand, you know, drives pricing in, in many, if not most markets. So it's. Well, a lot of it's the regulations, you know, if, if the, if the count, various counties would ease up and let the right. developers build what they need to build, um, they, they would, they'd see the profits, um, but and they, it would, it'd be hard to roll back. You know, it, it would take a government decree of unprecedented order yeah. to roll back decades of regulations that cities, counties, and states have yeah. put in place. It's, plus, plus it's the easier fire. said than done. Well, it's yeah, really it's hard to build a home well, <laughs> and build you know, houses in California. The costs. You know, the, the, forget the labor side of it, just the material costs have <laughs> quadrupled in some areas like wood, you know, lumber, and they came back down. But you got to think that they're still a lot higher than they were. Yeah. Yeah. You you got to give an incentive. Uh, So it's kind of interesting though, how your North star fund is still busy because there's ground, you know, they do do mostly ground up construction, mostly ground up construction in the North star fund. And, and it's busy because, you know, we don't need, you know, we're not trying to do a hundred loans a month. We're trying to do a few loans a month in that fund. Uh, This fund is a size where it doesn't take that many loans per month for us to find. And we can, we can go through quite a few, but they're just, you know, banks have really not come back into the uh, construction lending mode um, much this year. Uh, And when, when, when uh, the COVID hit, uh, they really pulled back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. everyone kind of got a little scared when COVID first happened. Uh, you know, everything sort of got, got put on hold. Yeah. Great. Uh, no trivia question, uh, but we're going to cut to our last commercial break. When we come back, uh, we're going to have some closing comments, so don't go anywhere. Uh, and then we'll also have our thoughts for the day. All right. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. Uh, we'll be back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. 
Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hahn from Nam Fauna Pacific Private Money. No trivia question, but uh, Nam, would you explain the bridge loan product? That's kind of your specialty. Yeah, you know, and, and every time uh, I'm on the show with the deal of the week, it always seems like uh, I'm a broken record and I talk about you know, another bridge loan. But, you know, the good news is that that's, that's our, one of our specializations. And so it's not a surprise that our deal of the week is oftentimes a bridge loan. And, and for our listeners, um, some of whom are our investors and some of them are, have been bar- have borrowed from us, you know, a, a bridge loan is a loan where we're helping somebody to be able to purchase their next home before they've sold their current home. And, uh, you know, in, in the market that we've had over the last several years uh, and the market that we're continuing to be in, uh, you know, as of now and in, in, into 2022 uh, is a seller's market. And essentially with a seller's market, you know, it's, it's, what does that mean? It's, you know, obviously it's, it's beneficial to the sellers. They're getting the high, you know, that's where price appreciation is. That's where there's a lot of activity on listings and competition for homes and, if you're a, a buyer, home buyer looking to purchase a home in this market, then not only are you dealing with higher prices, but you're also dealing with other buyers who can also afford that home. And so they're yeah. all competing for that property. And, and when everyone's making, let's say they're all making an offer for the same price, well, seller's going to look at a few things to make their decision. But one of the biggest ones is, does this buyer, can this buyer for sure buy this house? Meaning, you know, what could get in the way of them being able to purchase. And one of the biggest obstacles is if they have a home to sell, being able to sell it on time. So in this market, you have people who need an advantage if they have a home to sell and they're making an offer. And that's where the bridge loan comes in. And uh, essentially what the bridge loan allows a home buyer to do um, is to make an offer that isn't dependent on their, their current home selling. And, uh, the bridge loan allows, we make a loan to them. They can complete the purchase uh, on the home that they're buying. And then they pay us off once they sell their departing residence, their, the home that they're currently in. That puts them at, on, in many cases, an even level with cash buyers. So um, that continues to be our, you know, one of our core products here at Pacific Private Money. And if you are in the market, whether you're a move up uh, millennial moving up from your first home to your second home, or you're a boomer who's moving out of your the home you raised your children in and you're looking to downsize, that's where a bridge loan can really be a tool for you to take advantage of to get that next home before you sold your current home. So that's a large part of the population. A lot of millennials entering the, the real estate market or buying their second home at this point who moving up. And certainly a lot of boomers who are looking to downsize, whether a smaller house or going from sec- two floor, two story house to single story. Um, those are the types of clients that we're talking to. And so if you need a bridge loan, you know, spring market's just around the corner. Give us a call at 415-883-2150. And you guys are, you guys are uh, uh, increasing your agent size all up and down California, aren't you? Yeah, so that's the other thing too. If you're a, a you know a loan agent, loan officer at a conventional bank or with another private lender, and you're looking to expand your, you know, have more arrows in your quiver to be able to offer to your to your clients, give us a call because we are expanding not only in California, Edward, but also nationwide. So same number, whether you're borrowing 
uh, investing or looking for a job. 415-883-2150. All right, guys, you ready for our thoughts for the day? Yes. The the mechanic asked me if I've ever rotated my tires. And I thought, how does he think I got here? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. There you go. And what's a lawyer's favorite drink? Hmm. A subpoena colada. Oh, of course. (laughs) All right. Tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to have more dad jokes. Uh, We'll be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to the best of investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.